Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, June 2nd. U.S. equities finished higher as the markets appeared to shake off skittishness surrounding the Fed's aggressive monetary policy tightening campaign, which comes amid signs of slowing economic growth. The concerns were solidified by some hawkish commentary from Fed Vice Chairwoman Lael Brainerd, who suggested the central bank may not pause in September after a string of 50 basis point rate hikes. Meanwhile, crude oil prices reversed to the upside after being lower early on after OPEC Plus raised its oil production forecast by 216,000 barrels per day. Investors also digested mixed employment data ahead of tomorrow's key May non-farm payroll report, which showed ADP's private sector job growth came in below forecasts, but jobless claims moderated more than expected, while first quarter productivity was revised higher and unit labor costs were adjusted upward. In other economic news, factory orders rose by a smaller amount than anticipated. On the equity front, Dow member Microsoft Corporation lowered guidance due to the recent rally in the U.S. dollar. Chewy reported stronger-than-expected operating profits and showed sequential gross margin improvement, while Hewlett-Packard Enterprise missed earnings estimates and lowered its profit outlook. Treasuries were mixed, and the U.S. dollar came under solid pressure while gold rallied. Europe was mostly higher and lower volume, with markets in the U.K. closed for a holiday, while Asia finished mixed. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 435 points, or 1.3%, to 33,248. The S&P 500 Index gained 76 points, or 1.8%, to 4,177. And the Nasdaq Composite jumped 322 points, or 2.7%, to 12,317. In moderate volume, 4.4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.4 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil moved $1.61 higher to $116.87 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price rallied $24.50, to $1,873.20 per ounce, and the dollar index lost 0.7% to 102.54. In equity news on Thursday, Dow component Microsoft, ticker symbol MSFT, lowered its fiscal fourth quarter revenue and earnings per share guidance to reflect the unfavorable movement in the foreign exchange rate through May. The update comes as the U.S. dollar has rallied, notably against the Japanese yen and the euro, in March and April, as the Fed began its aggressive monetary policy tightening campaign in response to persisting inflation pressures, while the Bank of Japan and the European Central Bank have yet to tighten their policies. Microsoft overcame early losses and finished higher. Chewy, ticker symbol CHWY, reported adjusted first quarter earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization, or EBITDA, of $60.5 million, well above the fact set estimate calling for $2 million, with revenues rising 13.7% year-over-year to $2.4 billion, roughly in line with the street's forecast. 
The online pet supply company said fiscal 2022 is off to a good start as it drove solid 14% top-line growth and delivered sequential improvements in gross margin and profitability amid the resiliency of the pet category. The company issued full-year revenue guidance that matched expectations. Shares rallied nearly 25%. Hewlett-Packard Enterprise, ticker symbol HPE, posted adjusted fiscal second quarter earnings per share of $0.44, a penny below expectations, as revenues ticked 0.2% higher year-over-year to $6.7 billion, south of the expected $6.8 billion. The company noted ongoing supply chain constraints and the inflationary environment. Hewlett-Packard Enterprise lowered its full-year earnings per share outlook, but reiterated its revenue guidance. Shares finished lower. The S&P 500 remains choppy this week after snapping a streak of seven straight weekly declines last week, with investors continuing to grapple with the ultimate implications of persisting inflation pressures and expectations of an aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening campaign. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, notes in her latest mid-year outlook, U.S. stocks and economy, how sharp counter-trend rallies may continue this year, but aggressive Fed policy, the turning of the liquidity tide, and slower economic growth will likely keep pressure on stocks. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. And you can read all of our market commentary, including our article, Stock Market Volatility, Schwab's Quick Take, on our Insights and Education page. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Thursday, the ADP Employment Change Report showed private sector payrolls rose by 128,000 jobs in May, below the Bloomberg forecast calling for a 300,000 gain. April's increase of 247,000 jobs was revised lower to a 202,000 increase. Today's ADP data, which does not include government hiring and firing, comes ahead of tomorrow's broader May non-farm payroll report, expected to show headline employment grew by 325,000 jobs and private sector jobs rose by 301,000. The unemployment rate is forecasted to dip to 3.5% and average hourly earnings are projected to rise 0.4% month over month and be up 5.2% year over year. In other employment news, weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 200,000 for the week ended May 28th versus estimates calling for 210,000 and versus the prior week's upwardly revised 211,000 level. The four-week moving average dipped by 500 to 206,500 and continuing claims for the week ended May 21st fell by 34,000 to 1,309,000 versus estimates of 1,340,000. The four-week moving average of continuing claims dropped by 19,500 to 1,327,250. Final first quarter non-farm productivity was revised favorably to a 7.3% decrease on an annualized quarter-over-quarter basis and versus estimates of an unadjusted 7.5% drop. Fourth quarter productivity was unadjusted at a 6.3% rise. 
Labor productivity, or output per hour, is calculated by dividing real output by hours worked and is a major contributor to the economy's long-term health and prosperity. Unit labor costs were adjusted to a 12.6% quarter-over-quarter increase from the preliminary jump of 11.6% versus forecasts of no change to the preliminary reading. Unit labor costs were revised higher in the fourth quarter to an increase of 3.9% from the initial estimate of a 1% rise. Factory orders rose 0.3% month-over-month in April versus estimates of a 0.7% rise, with the prior month's 2.2% increase being revised lower to a 1.8% rise. Durable goods orders, preliminarily reported last week, were revised higher to a 0.5% advance for April, and excluding transportation orders were upwardly adjusted to a 0.4% gain. Finally, non-defense capital goods orders, excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for capital spending, was revised higher to a 0.4% increase, matching expectations. Treasuries are mixed, with yields cooling after regaining some upward momentum this week as markets anticipate tighter Fed monetary policy amid the backdrop of persistent inflation and signs of slowing economic growth. As the Fed launches a series of rate hikes to try to cool off inflation, check out Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones's 2022 mid-year outlook fixed income, in which she discusses how returns should be better for fixed income investors in the second half of 2022 now that interest rates have reset higher. However, we still expect volatility to remain high as central banks shift away from easy money policies. Be sure to follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Amid this backdrop, also check out the latest offering from Schwab's Director of Fixed Income, Colin Martin, and Director of Fixed Income Strategy, Cooper Howard, titled Eight Questions on the Bond Market and Rate Hikes. The yield on the two-year Treasury note was down two basis points at 2.63%. The yield on the 10-year note dipped by one basis point to 2.92%, while the 30-year bond rate was two basis points higher at 3.09%. Tomorrow's economic calendar will close out with what is likely the marquee event this week, the May Labor Report. Non-farm payrolls are forecasted to have added 325,000 jobs, and private sector payrolls are estimated to have increased by 301,000. The unemployment rate is forecasted to dip to 3.5%, and average hourly earnings are projected to rise 0.4% month-over-month and be up 5.2% year-over-year. A look at the services sector of the economy is also on tap, with a final read on the May S&P Global U.S. Services Index expected to remain at the preliminary level of 53.5, but below the 55.6 registered in April, as well as the ISM Services Index projected to decline to 56.5 last month from the 57.1 posted in April. In international news on Thursday, European equities were mostly higher with the energy sector slipping as crude oil prices were lower after OPEC and its allies, known as OPEC Plus, decided to boost its oil production in July and August to 648,000 barrels per day from 432,000. Volume was lighter than usual as UK markets were closed for a holiday. 
Meanwhile, in the wake of an 8.1% increase in Eurozone consumer price inflation for May, which extended a string of record high prints, producer prices in the region rose 1.2% month over month in April, a noticeable slowdown from the 5.3% increase in March and below the expected 2% gain. In other economic news, the drop in Spain's unemployment claims accelerated for May. However, the markets continue to face a flurry of headwinds exacerbated by this week's news that leaders in the European Union have reached an agreement to ban most Russian oil by the end of the year as a result of the ongoing war in Ukraine. Additionally, inflation concerns have prompted tighter monetary policies out of the Fed and the Bank of England, while boosting expectations that the European Central Bank will raise rates later this year. This, along with signs of slowing economic growth, has increased worries about a possible looming recession, but global sentiment seemed to get some relief as China begins to ease COVID-induced lockdowns. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, offers his latest commentary, The Three Bears, discussing how stocks, bonds, and cash are all in a bear market or teetering on the edge of one, a very rare event. He points out how over the past 72 years, there have only been two prior periods with a triple bear. Jeff adds that a bull market is likely return as it typically has, but the timing is in question. He notes how every period is different and there can be no guarantees, but it is worth noting that the prior periods featuring any of these three bears were often very brief. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. The euro and British pound both gained solid ground versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields across Europe were higher. France's CAC 40 index rose 1.3%, Germany's DAX index gained 1%, Italy's FTSE MIB index advanced 0.6%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.5% higher, while Spain's IBEX 35 index was little changed. Stocks in Asia were mixed as the many headwinds worldwide remain. Persistent inflation remains a concern, which is forcing tighter monetary policy action and threatening global economic growth. China, on the other hand, has moved in the opposite direction, pledging stimulus measures as COVID lockdowns continue to hamper activity. However, COVID infections in China have fallen for the first time since March, allowing some easing in lockdown restrictions, which appears to be helping soothe some of the concerns about a prolonged slowdown of the world's second largest economy. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article, Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession, at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short-term and long-term impacts of any extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. In economic news, Japan's vehicle sales in May decelerated to a larger double-digit drop compared to the prior month. India's manufacturing PMI dipped but remained in expansion territory for May. Hong Kong's retail sales unexpectedly jumped for April, and Australia's exports for April rebounded slightly. 
Japan's Nikkei 225 index dipped 0.2%, with the yen continuing to weaken versus the U.S. dollar after a recent rebound from a sharp drop seen in March and April. China's Shanghai Composite Index rose 0.4%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index declined 1%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index decreased 0.8%. South Korea's KOSPI Index fell 1% in a return to action following yesterday's holiday. And India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index was up 0.8%. Tomorrow's International Economic Calendar will offer the services PMIs from across the globe, as well as trade data from Germany and industrial and manufacturing production from France.